0: snap, and the ball is free! It's picked up by Michigan State. Kalen Watts Jackson, and he scores! This is going to run it all the way back! Auburn's going to win the football game! NIL, which is short for Name, Image, and Podcast.
1: And a watch, this is thank you to NIL. Welcome back to yet another episode of Name, Image, Podcast here on a beautiful Friday morning here in Salt Lake City. We have... Tried this a couple of times I we mean, had some audio recording <laughs> issues. Got a little bit of a new setup today, but uh we are consistent and we are persistent. And uh, we just want to get the pot out to the people. So here we are. So yet again, Michael Adam, how you doing?
0: Yeah. I'm better. Well, I'm better now that we have Skype figured out. I was, you know, start started and, and then we were going and then I was good. And now we're back to ant, but we're gonna pick it right back up, Kyle. We're gonna get right back on that horse. Uh, right back how, on how, yeah. how are you doing, friend? How, how oh, you... we know. We, we've discussed like. No, said, we it's don't. Just, Those are the lost tapes. Those are lost, lost
1: tapes. <laughs> it's just uh, like I said. It's just been a string of financial events that just like I'll never be able to financially recover from this. The last two months have just been like, oh, cool. Like you're, it looks like you're doing well in life. Let's just throw a little fucking curveball at you. Oh, well, how about another one? How about another one? Uh, everything that just costs uh, cost a couple of G's, and it's like cool. I can I can weather this storm. But we were just talking about how. As millennials, we have made it far enough in life to where we can survive, but there's no way we're ever going to get ahead, ever. We're just going to constantly be dragged back down through the mud, aren't we?
0: Well, it's, it like, again, lost tapes, but we don't, Kyle, what are we saving for? Like the world, the world's going to end. Like, what, like, what are we going to, you want to die with a bunch of money? No, like I'm spending that money. You know, like I said, they're going to put your beautiful daughter and more than likely each of our respective wives, cause they have something to contribute in the way of knowledge to the new world and the new colony on the moon. And then it's going to be, uh, me, you and, you know, daddy fat stacks sitting here just touring our dicks as the fucking world implodes. Yeah, as long as uh, as long as Xbox still works, right? Yeah, we can. <laughs> well, hey, as long as as long as there's something for Brandon to bet on, I mean, it'll it right. will be good. it will be like, all right, like let's see what's the over under on the live. Like, expectancy. Oh yeah, one and a half years. Yeah,
1: I got the over. He's gonna be on betting on one of those like uh, bug fighting rings in Japan. <laughs> you know, up at like 60. Hey, they're still doing these. They're still live streaming <laughs> this this African horn beetle. Anyways. <laughs> We're, we're completely off the rails today. It's been gamble
0: responsibly, year, right? people. Responsibly. Absolutely. Brandon's, Brandon's unit size is small. So, you know, and, he's and doing it responsible. Whoa, and whoa. the amounts that he bet are also small. So he's doing it responsibly.
1: <laughs> oh, but here we are. Like we said, Namebs Podcast. We appreciate you guys for jumping on. We got got a fun one today. You know, it's uh, college basketball. I mean there's just more twists and turns in this yeah. season. Oh, we just boy. yeah, love oh, to oh, see boy. it. Yeah. But uh, where we wanted to start first, we, we were having a little off, offline discussion. We're just going to bring it here, uh, just about the transfer portal. And, you know, we we've talked about it a lot. It's obviously been, you know, very well covered. But it's just, it's one of those things where it, it really is reaching critical mass. It's getting to the point where there's just more people in the portal than there are actual destinations. And something's got to give.
0: It it, it is going to give, and unfortunately, the way it's going to give is uh, either in the way of awkward reunitements when a kid's like, I'm not playing here anymore, and then he goes and tests the market, and he's like, well, I don't really have anywhere to go, and then he just makes for a, a weird kind of homecoming of sorts, or they're just flat out not going to – they're just not going to have a place to go. Like, it's just – there's there's only so many roster spots, and you still have to remind yourself we're still signing kids from high school. Like, we're – you know, you only get so many scholarships. So, uh, again, it, it's it's fun and it's exciting, and you get you get caught up in the big names that, you know, kind of go from one powerhouse to another or, or you know, a, a young promising guy who maybe didn't have the academics that start and did a couple years somewhere else, and now he's going to make a big impact at a power five – those are all great, but for the guys who are just kind of you know stagnant and want the playing time that they're not getting at their current spot, uh, there's going to be a lot of them that just don't have a home, and it's gonna, it's going to be kind of sad to see.
1: Right, and it and <clears throat> what makes it tough too is like with the coaching changes, right? Because you're a kid, you're a sophomore. This coach heavily recruited you. He seems to like you. Boom, he's gone. Right, and now all of a sudden it's like, cool, you can try to go to the school he's going to. Chances are, there's probably already a lot of good players there. If, if that coach is leaving one situation for a better one, if.
0: Right. <laughs> right. It, well, and, and it's like it's like okay. So then, how far? I guess the Ed, this is a question to you. Like, I mean, we don't. I don't have anybody else on this pod to ask the question. The question is, is like, okay. So you're a, you're a player who could play at a you know maybe not even a high level one, but or a D one, but like even like a mid D one, and you want to go play. You want to go play, and you just want to get your reps in. uh How far down are you willing to sink to go do so? Like, if you go kind of like explore the d1 market and there's not anywhere really for you to go do you just you know f it and, and go play at you know d2 colorado mesa state right. like well, we'll colorado yeah. yeah well we,
1: we, you know we've seen i mean we've seen the juco route right we've seen d2 route we've even seen yeah. uh you know d1 AA or whatever it's called you know and you got um Deion Sanders University down there, right? That they'll probably get some good players. Like that's definitely going to be a market that I think is worth exploring because a lot of those schools, I mean, they're smaller, but they're nice, right? A lot of those schools are are nice little private schools or whatever they are, Um, you know, in decent areas. Like, I I think you don't, you just have to get over the fact that you might not be the D1 starter, you know, that that you were hyped up to be by everyone else. And there's a number of reasons why that happens. And, And, you know, Listen, there's always there's one school that's always going to take in taking recruits. And you want to know what that is? It's a school of life, Michael. And sometimes <laughs> as these athletes just have to come to terms with, you know what, like I gave it a good shot. Maybe I'm not the the superstar recruit that I thought I was. Do I want to go to some random school in buttfuck Ohio to to sit on the death chart and freeze my ass off? Maybe not. Maybe I'll just stay at University of Oklahoma and enjoy the nice sunny weather here. And uh, I don't even know what the weather's like in Oklahoma, you, but you know what I mean, right? Like some <laughs> right, of these kids right. are at already decent destinations, really prestigious universities. Maybe you have a year or two left, and you're like, maybe I should just play intramurals, have a good time, just enjoy being a college student, get my degree, and then I join the workforce like everybody else. You know, there's less than one percent of these college football players will end up in the NFL or something ridiculous like that, right? Right. right. So. If, if you're, if you, I'd say if you're a freshman or sophomore, look for that portal. There's typically a team that's going to get you. If you're a junior or senior and you haven't really gotten the time, you've been passed up, maybe damaged goods to an extent, like just focus on your degree, get multiple degrees. Fuck it. Right. Be a graduate assistant, get into the, the coaching, the coaching realm. Look at some of these young coaches in the NFL right now. Uh, uh-huh. You know, your Zach Taylor's, your offensive coordinators like that, you know, who, who really aren't that far removed from college.
0: Like, yeah, start. Start preparing for that next right. phase in life. Right now, it, 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 the more the more you go on, Kyle, the more it's just becoming clear and clear. You just got to play basketball. Growing up, or that, yeah. I mean, there's if you if you if the college route doesn't work out and you just still want to chase that dream, there's about a hundred fucking quote unquote professional leagues you can go play in. So I, you know, what what better selling point to play basketball than what you just spewed there, Kyle? It was beautiful. But no, I in all seriousness, I agree because like, like, that's the problem, right? Is it's it's these kids get so caught up in and, and I do think that there is a fundamental in flaw in how. It's the monster we've created where like it does take a lot to kind of remind these kids like, hey, you are just a college, you know, athlete to an extent because they're playing primetime games or fucking traveling first class. Like it it I could see how they kind of get lost in the limelight, but at the end of the day, you're you hit the nail on the head. Like you're gonna have to go do something after this. And there is only so many NFL spots. And then outside of that, there's only so many you know, coaching spots at, you know, at your university or wherever you want to go. Like you should prepare yourself for the reality that you're going to have to do something outside of sports. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's a tough decision. I'm sure. Cause
1: yeah, it's it the whole, and that's why like, I've never, I've never been a huge fan of like high school recruiting and this and that, because like, you can just tell like so many of these kids, it's like you are being set up for failure, you know? Cause it's like, you're this and that, and you're going to be this and that. And then all it takes is one coach to dip You know, one program to kind of like go through some problems, or you get passed up by another superstar, like random walk on. Even sometimes, like uh, it's just it's just such a tough situation. I'm glad the transfer portal exists because there are a lot of success stories out of the transfer portal, definitely. Um, But those are, I think, fewer and far between. And like I said, sometimes you just have to, you know, come to terms with like, hey, maybe maybe it's just time I you know look at something else or Maybe I do check out the D2 router, or maybe yeah. not even D2. There's, yeah. Like I said, the whole N, uh, D1AA stuff and all that. So Right, right, right.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Yeah. So, But I, I agree. It's getting to the point where it's, it's gotten very easy, um, and I think sometimes it's going to work out. I think more times than not, it's not. But at the end of the day, it's nice that these kids have the flexibility. They can take control of their own. They're adults, right? At the at the right. end of the day, like they are definitely adults. They they have control over their own career and what they think is best for them. And so that's why I'm glad the transfer portal is a thing, especially like the one-time transfer, however that works. Um, you just, yeah, it, it just that's the thing. It's like just don't get attached to anyone on your current team because they no. could easily be gone. Um, no. But you never know. The transfer portal giveth, the transfer portal taketh well, away.
0: And there's, I, and I think that we've really only, you know, talked about the one scenario where it's it's the kids taking it upon themselves, and it's kind of like they do it on their own volition. There's a, there, and it's playing out in Oklahoma right now. Like there's so many kids that, and we're going to see it with other programs that we're at Oklahoma, and you mentioned it earlier. Lincoln Riley leaves, he goes to USC, and they're like, well, this fucking sucks. Like, I like he brought me here, I liked him, Like, and he's just going to go to Southern California. And so now, all of them are trying to go, like, it's like they're just trying to flee Oklahoma to go play at USC, and again, like, USC already has players. Like, I, there's a few spots I'm sure they could figure out, but like, I think we're going to see it, not, maybe not every time, but like, when there's a big shakeup in college coaching, like, you're just going to see so many players that just want to like, hop the transfer portal and just follow that coach, which is... I think maybe it speaks volumes of coaches, sure. But like it's it's just gonna get messy and it's gonna get sloppy. And I really think it's only gonna be it's not a problem. I don't know if he classifies a problem. It's only gonna be a story in college football, right? Like in basketball, it's like they go play their season and and you know, for a majority of the time, like if they're kind of like eh, about the Cole college experience, they'll just go declare for the draft and they'll go play in the G League or like whatever. Like football's different, obviously. It's so like I think this will be a, a bigger story in football, just with so many kids trying to move around. Basketball, it's it's going to be a, a nothing, a none, a none. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But yeah, with that, like I said,
1: it's there's not going to be a whole lot of other news. We're going to obviously keep tabs on some of the off-season shenanigans. The uh, sure. transfer portal is obviously going to be a thing. Um, but Mike, just real quick, give me your best your best basketball swish noise. <laughs>
0: Like, like just down. Let's do a little kind transition of, for us. I can't. I can't give you. I can't give you a sound that I've never personally heard. I, like I. <laughs> I yeah, your switch is more like clank. bang, <laughs> 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 buddy. When I'm, going I mean to tell you, I'm using the rim. I'm using every part of that motherfucker. <laughs> 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 hey, well, like, hey,
1: the backboard's there for a reason. That's my go-to. Just like yeah, <laughs> see if I can just get it off this. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> clank. That's that's Mike's. Yeah, Mike's shot. But. <laughs> yeah. College basketball. This has been uh, just uh, I like I'm barely able to keep up, to be honest. With I mean, not like I, obviously I'm watching college basketball, but like sometimes right. I'm going back just looking at the scores from last week. I'm like, oh, I forgot that happened. Oh, I forgot that happened. <laughs> right, right. You know, so starting back. Let's see, because you know we obviously do this weekly. We did this what back on the 14th. I think I
0: think it's fair to it's let's do because we always record these like Wednesday, or Thursday in the week. Let's just grab the the Friday, the previous Friday. It just roll from right. there. That's where I'm That's at. So
1: January 14th, uh, you know, Purdue over Nebraska. Michigan lost again to Illinois. Uh, you love to see that. Love to see that. And I'm yeah. mostly I'm going through top 25 here, guys. So right, right, right. Anything. Uh, then we roll on to Saturday, and to add to my misery, Michigan State loses to fucking <laughs> Northwestern. You know, and it's just it was just one of those games. I could just see it happening. We couldn't really put them away. Uh, they kept coming back, coming back, coming back. Michigan State's just got some weird things with Marcus Bingham right now, and how we're working with these rotations. And we're playing, we're trying to play small ball down low, and they were just eating us alive. Um, Ryan from, or was it Ryan Young? Yeah, Ryan Young with for Northwestern had 18 points. A lot of it was against you know Joey Hauser or like like our smaller players. And and for some reason, this whole Marcus Bingham thing. I don't know if it's an attitude thing, if it's an effort thing, if it's conditioning. Like I know there's been some COVID cases. We know. We know how COVID kind of affects us, like, normal, regular people. I don't know how COVID really affects a a seven-footer who just, like, is – it's a miracle that he's even upright to begin with. Somebody well, that, that
0: large—it's it's looking like like Rudy Gobert. Like it, it's right. like it, when you're that high caliber of an athlete, let alone that big of a human. Like it took him forever to come back from the COVID protocols, and it wasn't because he was contagious. Still, it was because he just wasn't in shape. Like he well, was yeah, there. so it's, you
1: just don't know. Like in, and I know you're seeing it a lot um overseas for soccer and stuff. They're they're finding like a lot of these different heart conditions now and. And it's just you know from it, it it's just crazy. It, it, so you just don't know how it's all gonna how it's all gonna pan out. Maybe that's some of it. Maybe it's not. But at the end of the day, it, Tom Izzo, I'm never gonna doubt him. But sometimes some of the decisions he makes, I'm just like, thank God you're a Hall of Fame coach because, like, what do what are we doing here? Like at some at some point, you just gotta figure it out, and you gotta just have your best five on the floor. Right,
0: right. Well, but but it's and that's that's the that's what makes basketball, in my personal opinion so exciting the dynamic is so fun because it's like it yes like you don't ever want to ha- take an l but when you think about the grand scheme of things and we talked about on the last pod, like it, there's a very good chance that Izzo's kind of like doing this by design to like it, it, to right. artificially put these situations in play but if this isn't this isn't football obviously like it's not like this loss is like michigan says like well that's done like we're there goes any right. playoff we have you're going to just get to the tournament is like the name of the game. It doesn't matter, especially the big 10 tournament. Like you guys could win the big 10. Any, anybody right now in the big 10 has a shot. Like there's no clear by far and away favorite. Right. So it's like, yes, you don't want to see the Northwestern loss, but the fact that it was a two point loss, like it's, it it wasn't a right. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like it wasn't, it was a clunky game, but, and I think that like nine times out of 10, that's the, that's what defines a good team is like when you come out, and you play clunky games, and like you can just kind of tell like it, it's going to be a very struggle-filled game. To only lose by two at the end, obviously, moral victories, take them or leave them, is is incredible. Because in the game of basketball, like you could be the better team, and you can lose by twenty if you're just if you just don't play well. So the fact that they only lost by two, and it was kind of an eh game. I still think there's a little bit of promise to take away from it. Right. And I saw a lot of people on Twitter just saying like
1: Tom Izzo has been waking up praying for this loss for the last yeah, could we we were on like a 9 <laughs> or 10 game win streak, right. you know. He was he wanted a, a reason to just light into his team so bad and they just kept winning. Right? They just kept winning. Right, Finally they lose yeah. one. He can finally kind of, you know, dad dick him a little bit and uh and and set the record straight and all that fun stuff. But, you know, well, now we play Wisconsin coming up uh, I think today actually. Yeah. Um, Wisconsin's probably got the player of the year so far. Uh, God, I, it's Jordan. It's what? It's very it's Brad. Brad Dav- Davis. No, not Brad Davidson. <laughs> Jonathan. Well, Davison. Yeah, the most Wisconsin name ever. Probably. No, yeah, my Brad Davidson just I hate him.
0: God, he's just the worst. Michigan? How did he get out from underneath the the Tom Izzo recruiting umbrella? What happened? I feel
1: like that's Which,
0: like a Tom Izzo wet dream. Isn't that guy from Michigan? The the guy who's leading the Jordan Jonathan Davis? Yeah. I, I like see. he's from Michigan.
1: No, he's from La Crosse, Wisconsin. Oh. Shout out to all our lax pros out there. Um, yeah, no, Wisconsin usually does. I mean, but Jonathan, he's just kind of came out of nowhere. He, he has, he's played extremely well. This is by far going to be the toughest test. It's at Wisconsin, where I th- I think Michigan State's actually fared pretty well at Wisconsin for some reason. It's one of those really weird stats that, like, we typically do play well there, and I love – yeah, I playing on the road in college basketball – I almost like it more than playing at home because at home, there's so much pressure, right? Where it's just like, fuck, like, you know, and that's like losing to Northwestern at home. That's why that kind of stung a little bit. But there's nothing better. You're on the road. You already know, like, this is going to be tough regardless. Yeah. And if you can eke out a win, especially late, and then you get the crowd, they're all all pissed off. They're booing the rest and this and that. And you're
0: just like, yes, like, this is great. Uh, so it, it turns like, you it turns you into an immediate underdog is what and I know like there's probably not Vegas stats to back that up. Like I don't think they're truly an underdog, but like you could be a, a highly ranked team versus an unranked team. Like if you play like in a in a hostile road environment, you become the underdog almost immediately. Because in any sport, the fans play the biggest part in basketball. Like that's why like I, I agree with you. Like road road games, especially for the team that you're rooting for, are like the funnest to watch because they're just crazy. Yeah.
1: All right, well, moving on. It'll be fun, fun game to watch tonight. Um, it, I think that's on at like seven ish, something like that. But whatever, uh, it'll be good. It'll be a good game. If you guys are just a casual fan, want to turn it on, uh, that'll be fun. Uh, that same day, we had Arkansas, We're pig. Uh, taking down LSU. Fuck LSU and fuck Will Wade. That's all I'm going to say about that. I hate them. I despise them. Duke got a nice win over NC State. Hey! Uh, ba- that's right. And <laughs> Oklahoma State knocked off Baylor. So that was yes. the big one. Baylor flying high. Uh, Oklahoma State knocks him off 61-54. to 54. Uh, You'll have to see it, I guess. There's some good shakeup. There's, there's absolutely not. I think Baylor's still the best team. But that right. kind of shakes some doubt into it. And Auburn obviously looks real good, too bruce pearl kind of a snake but you know what it's auburn so it's like it is what it is who cares um but yeah we'll see how that kind of continues on i mean because we're we're just right in the thick of conference play there's just so so many twists and turns left to be had right so um ohio state's been looking good they picked up a nice win over um penn state they're putting together a good season uh and then on monday this monday we had purdue in a double overtime thriller did I miss Villanova? Them. I had to let the
0: dog out of this cage. We, did we already talk about Billy? Uh, they played Butler. They Billy? smoke Butler, and that's what that's we don't want to see that Kyle. We do we don't want to see that. I,
1: I can't stand Villanova. Yeah, I think they're hey, they're just one of those schools that just like is always there or thereabouts, and it's like well, and this
0: was this was the game when I was looking back. Like I, this was as I'm looking through the scores. Like obviously you know shit could happen. Blah a tap, and You don't want Villanova. It, it just yeah. killing people right now because it, it's it, the last thing you want is a fine-tuned villanova going into the tournament like it, that's how that's when they win they win when they win it all that those are the teams that jay wright has when he makes deep runs are the teams that are just full of chemistry they're disciplined and they're just taking care of business and and so i i hope that somebody can maybe rattle Villanova a little bit, but I I thought that was interesting that they just absolutely blew the doors off of Butler. Just absolutely creepy. Right.
1: Yeah, I mean, at least... They don't. They still have an Archie, Archie on their fucking team. They always have some sort of Italian, DiVincenzo, Archie, whatever it is. Hey, it's, it's and, part you
0: know, of the it's part of the contract. They're like, this, you can do whatever you want, but you have to have one Italian. You have to have one meatball on your team, otherwise. Right. It's just
1: like Ohio State always has to have a white linebacker of some sort. Mm-hmm. Like I'm telling you, them and like um, Texas, another school, always have like a white safety, white linebacker. Yeah. It's uh, no matter what. You love to see it. <laughs> um purdue takes down illinois like we said purdue looks real good um well they were looking good who knows I mean, you know still still left to, uh left to be seen um kansas a close one man jayhawks barely taking down oklahoma 67 to 64 uh good fight from oklahoma oklahoma not the uh basketball pr- powerhouse anymore but maybe they'll return to glory you know you never know <laughs> And one of my favorite games I sent in the group chat was Ohio State taking down IUPUI. Uh, Michael, okay. would you like to, uh, bestow our guests with the knowledge of of what IUPUI
0: or, you know, what right. that stands for? It, it's something. Isn't it like Indiana, something Purdue, something Indiana? I just know it's a fucking Indiana. Isn't it a Purdue or Indiana affiliate like 15 it's time Indiana times? University, Purdue University of, in, of Indianapolis or some shit. <laughs>
1: yeah, <it> fucking, <laughs> fucking.
0: Where, where, I love where, it. Where, where, where did Ohio state decide to schedule that? Like, because oh, uh, the, the, the,
1: the team that they're supposed to play had COVID. COVID-19? Yeah. This was like a last uh,
0: minute.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, the Jaguars are one in 16. So I think they've been that team that people call up and be like, yeah, we'll take the money. We'll take money. We'll go forever. We'll, we'll get it. We'll get our ass whooped anywhere. Just send us a check, baby. Oh, oh, man. That's, that's um, same day. Uh, Texas gets knocked off. You love to see it. Fuck Texas. Um, Let's see what else we had. Wisconsin winning. Let's see, Duke. Oh, oh, Florida State. Duke. Florida State.
0: Overtime. Florida
1: State winning seventy nine to seventy eight. I mean, what? So uh, was this Coach K's loss or is this John Shires' loss? Have we figured no, out?
0: This is this is listen. This is this is a game of it's whoever's holding the clipboard at the end of the game. That, that's how Coach K decides <laughs> who takes the L. So like. When when the buzzer's about to go off, he just drops that in his lap and says, hey, that one's on you. Uh, he's phoning it in this year. He's... He knew he knew it from the beginning when Paulo Banchero and uh, Coach K's nephew were riding around drunk irresponsibly in a car in Durham. Like he, this wasn't the team, so he's just phoning it in, collecting all of his memorabilia. He's going. He's
1: going to be back, is what you're saying?
0: No, no, no. I think he's he's just going to be done. He's just he's just going right. to be able. He's going to hope that this is such a mundane, mediocre season that it kind of just goes like forgotten in the Duke spectrum. Um, and then maybe he's, maybe he's setting it up for just like the collapse. And then he's like it off to John Shire to hold the bill at the end. Like maybe, you know, just kind of cementing his legacy, but in all seriousness, th- this is this, this is the problem. I've said this before and I'm it's, it's kicking the dead horse. Duke isn't, we just aren't meant to just go recruit high five-star McDonald All-American players and just expect that to work year in and year out. Like, it's just not, it's not the way that we built the program, that Duke was built. Like, it's not when we have winning seasons, we win championships. That's not the mentality we have. And it just drives me insane that we're just still doing that because this is what happens, right? You, you play a very, very physical, aggressive Florida State who, like Florida State's been competitive, very competitive for the last few years, like very competitive. Right. And, and when you get these games, it's you need seniority, you need some sort of veteran leadership, like you need something because what it, all it turns into. And I was I was I was at the Stars game, you know, shout out G League, but I was watching this on the phone. It's just it, it's it's very unorganized, inefficient offensive basketball. And then on <laughs> the other end, they just want it more. Like they, like the shots are going right. up. Florida State's killing the boards. Like they, like they just want that ball more than we do. It's on the road. Like you're the, like you mentioned earlier, the crowd's in it. Like it's just, you have to have JJ Redick, Kyle Singler. Like you got, you got to have those guys who like we've been here, done that. We can tune Definitely. it out and we can do it. Right. Like right. you just, you have to be able to tune it out, and you have to be able to like, okay, like listen, like we're gonna rely on everything that's been coached to us. Like we're gonna rely on everything that we've instilled in our offensive sets. Like. We need to go get a bucket. We know how we're going to get it. Here's how we're going to do it. Because right now, Paulo Banchero, by overtime, he's probably lost 10 pounds of sweat. He's probably dehydrated. I'm surprised he stand up. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's probably drinking ah. last night, so, you know, the night before. And right. I mean, Coach K is fucking, they're probably drinking Mad Dog 2020s. And now here we are, and we're fucking losing in overtime.
1: Right. And and, and what's crazy now, you look at the ACC, who, who sits atop the ACC right now?
0: God, who was? I, I didn't even see who was in the ACC. The
1: mighty Miami Hurricanes, baby!
0: Whoa! Look at that! Yep. In the top of conference,
1: it, six more in conference play, fourteen and four. Def. I mean, the ACC just has an identity crisis right now because North Carolina is not good, Duke's not good, right. Louisville's not good, Virginia's not good, Syracuse is not good. Uh, like we're what? We're in complete-
0: and it's across the board; it's in all sports. Right. I, you know what? Blow it up, start over. You just sell off the teams. But the state of Florida owns Duke right now. Like the state of Florida, Florida State and Miami just own Duke. If they and it, this is if you're if you're a Blue Devil fan, this is a wh- horrific sign to see. Like like we we were winning the games that we're supposed to win. The like okay, we just beat the NC Wolfpack two and six, second to last. Congrats. And then we get in a very hard fought. Florida State game and we have all the star power and just nothing to show for it. Like I, it just drives me insane, Kyle. Right. Yeah, no, it's uh, yeah. What a, what a wild last season it's been for
1: coach K he's yelling at players on the court. He's chasing down. Miami players yelling at them, telling them to be respectful, whatever it was. He just, right, I right. love it. I, this is great. It, it's making, because if it was just like, oh, Duke number one, they're, they won another game, right. like hurrah, right. like Coach K is
0: like, no, I. this is what you want. You fucking love this, you know? But listen, it's not lost on me. Like, we are in the same, we are in the same, we are mentioned the same breath as the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Yankees. Like, when Duke is fucking it up, people love it. People right. eat it up. America the wins. the fact that we're losing in overtime and then coach K is doing his little antics outside of the game. Like it's just like, just stop. Like I, I, John Shire, (laughs) you're listening. I know you're listening. Lifelong listener. Can you please just go get like, we'll suck for two years. I don't give a fuck. Like we'll suck for two years. That's fine. Build a team of guys where they're going to be two, three, four year guys are hard to come by nowadays, unless they're, you know, just mediocre guys who ride the bench but go give me a team full of guys who, like, when we get in these games, like, you know your go-to guy. You know who's going to win you the game. We can win in different capacities. We can win in different areas of the game. Enough of this star ball. Like, this is this is for fucking Kentucky. This is for the birds. I don't want it. Man, you know what? You're you're making Mother Wilson proud, Michael. I'm sure. Ah. <laughs> we got well, to get her unreal. on the pod. got to get her on the pod our brand of basketball, right? Like, it's like, it's right. not, like, there's teams, it's the Kentuckys, and there's it, Memphis tried, and it's not working out for them. But, like, there's the teams that can do it. There's the teams that could do it, right? And, and, like, when you can do it, it works. Like, when you can just go get star power and you can have a glorified AAU team on the college level, and, and it doesn't really matter about the X's and O's because you know that you can just get the ball to one guy and he can just go get you a bucket, fine. So be it. But, like, the problem with Duke is we don't get Four or five of those guys, we get one or two. Okay, great. Now you have to rely on the other three guys on the court to be competent enough to like also give you a bucket because all of the, the other teams are doing is like, hey, we just got to stop Paul Benchero. Who's going to score? Joey fucking Baker? When he's on, he's on. Don't get me wrong. But like, when he's off, he is fucking off. So, it, whatever. Next game, please. I'm done.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, like I said, this is a... Uh... Uh, you love to see it. Love to see it. And uh, it's going to be, you know, maybe some more bumps in the road ahead, but I'm sure Coach. Oh, Tate there will be. Uh,
0: there will be. Th- Kyle, this is, this is a, we're going to come into the tournament. I'm calling my shot now, like a, uh, like a 10, 11 seed, something like that. And we're just going to get bounced. Like it, this is going to be a short lived run and it's it's not going to be good. Yeah.
1: Because you got to get, you got to get the players who love Duke basketball. And don't be wrong. i sure. Paulo Banchero knows of Duke basketball and he went there because Coach Kane, this and that, but you know he doesn't like love him, right? Like,
0: no, no, it's he, not he, like he didn't grow up. It's the, it's the brotherhood, like,
1: like, when you go, right? You can't that's what I mean. It, yeah, you got to get like, back to the brotherhood.
0: Look yeah. around, it's like the brotherhood, and it's like it's like Christian, it's like Christian Leitner and Dawkins, and like you know, fucking uh, Jefferson who was there for like 17 seasons, Tyler like, Irving, yeah, right? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Like, but you know, like, you know what I mean. It's like it's yeah. like the brotherhood. When you really buy in, like there's they're flapping the floor where you look like the biggest cocksuckers on the planet. But like when it works, it works. Paul Benchero doesn't give a fuck about that. Paul Benchero's like, I just want to go be like a big man on campus and like play, you know, like the Duke Blue Devils, and then I'm gonna do my year, and then I'm gonna go get drafted by like the Pistons and piss my career away. Like fine, so be it. But like John Shire, just go find me. An army of fucking what was the guy's name from Michigan, Wisconsin? Jordan Davidson. Go find me those guys. Brad like, Davidson. Yeah, the scrappy, Brad, scrappy dude. Well, like, go, go find the next string of Plumley brothers. I need another. I need another lineage of fucking centers that I could root for. Right. I'm sure there's there's a lot of
1: you know people our age who are pumping it out, being like we we are the next 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 in line for the Duke Brotherhood. We're gonna <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, so we're moving on. Uh, following day, this is Wednesday now. We are on Wednesday. Uh, LSU takes another L against Alabama. You love to see it. Hey, Hey, uh, Villanova. Hey, Villanova lost to Marquette. The fighting Dwayne Wade's right, yeah. Dwayne Wade went to Marquette, right? Yeah, he did. Yes, yes, uh, yes so yes. look at that. We, we you love to see that as well. Yeah, like we said, we don't like when Villanova is good no, because no. they always just they're the same team every fucking year.
0: Well, it's, um, it's, the, it's the token Diacono, DiVincenzo, you know, Luigi, Mario, whoever's out there that just drive you up a wall because they're always the dudes in the first wet- yeah. in the bus. Yeah, yeah just... It's, just all, it's like cool flamethrower can't miss. Awesome. Yeah, that, that was fun.
1: <laughs> Oh boy, Uh, Kentucky is actually you know talking about the Wildcats here. They are putting together pretty pretty good season, fifteen and three right now, number twelve. They took down Texas A and M, so it looks like they got something cooking there. If your name
0: is Ty Ty, you got you have to be a bucket because that is a child's name. That is a toddler's name learning to walk. Ty Ty. Well, and just what's crazy too, like the the
1: the minutes that you know we're big on analyzing minutes now. That's kind of what I'm what I'm realizing. You, you know, but do a decent job of spreading, and, like, everyone who played, you know, 9 points, 10 points, 8 points, 12 points, 7, 8, you know, it's not, like, blowing you out, but, like, that's the team now, you look at it, and it's like, okay, well, that team looks like they're buying into the uh, Calipari method, right? And and they're actually playing team ball instead of like, oh, we're just going to have one guy drop 40. He's going to get drafted next year anyways. And then we're going to be left next year with like a team that like all these guys were kind of scrubs in comparison, right? Right. So this, I mean, that seems scary. If you can get a Kentucky team who's bought into the, to the, the dream they kind of believe they're the dream team like look at us all the freshmen and this and that i don't even know actually what the roster buildup is i'm assuming they're all freshmen because what it <laughs> does but you know what i mean we're like if, if that team gets hot oh fuck you this, know. this
0: is this is by 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 most accounts maybe one of the older team and i say that like tutty cheeks there's a there's freshmen and in, in sophomores up and down this board but there, there's i mean a couple of juniors and then you i think you got like one senior laying around but like yeah I say that relatively speaking older, but yeah, no, I, I agree hundred percent. Like Kyle and, and I'm guilty of it. Like I used to just throw Calipari and like, okay, he just, he just goes razzles and dazzles all these, you know, McDonald's all Americans and they come and just again, glorified AAU. But he is a very, very good coach. And if, like you said, if they get people bought in on this, Kentucky could be an absolute problem down the stretch in the tournament. Right.
1: Yeah. Cause all, all he needs really is one more title. I think Calipari. To really kind of solidify this, and yes. then and then that trains us up. And he could even go pro. You never know, you know. Just yeah. Would just you like, would cool.
0: you would you want to? Yeah, but, I
1: mean, there's no reason to. Really.
0: Yeah, I tell you what, I don't want to coach for LeBron. Like he just he gets to decide when you're fired. <laughs> or like, I wouldn't want to <laughs> <Right>. do that. <laughs>
1: right. Oh, for yeah, Dude, that would be a whole nother pot. I love I love how bad the Lakers are right now. Not that the Jazz are any fucking better. Jesus. Hey!
0: Christ. Hey, whoa! Big turnaround tonight. <sighs> Anyways,
1: Thursday the 20th. What happened? We're cruising uh Providence over Georgetown. Providence is another one of those teams always fucking there. Um the Purdue Indiana game was great. Uh, I was watching that. It was at Indiana. I think big win for them. I like I don't really uh, Indiana's in the Big 10. I don't I I don't really hate Indiana at all. You know, and they always tend to have those players like the Yogi Ferrell and uh oh, who was the Gordon, right? Didn't Indiana was,
0: no, was no, Indiana no, no. Gordon
1: Gordon uh, played at Butler. No, who you're, are you talking about? You're talking about Gordon Hayward. I'm talking about Aaron oh, Gordon.
0: Oh, oh, Aaron Gordon. Uh, I think that's right. I'd have to look it up. Sorry, I thought I was talking about Gordon Hayward. I was like, no, Gordon Yeah, he Hayward did play. Yeah, he played for Indiana. It,
1: and, like, those are the players that kind of stick out in my mind because it's just like they were always just so good. But right now, uh, Indiana is led by, I think it's Trace, it's Trace Jackson Davis who's still there. Yeah, Trace Jackson Davis. He was like that big, you know, uh, big player, power, you know, forward for them. He only had four points. You know, it like, like four extreme. minutes. You know, <laughs> so now they're getting it done. You know, this whoever Rob Finnessy, You get these random players for Indiana, and then like that. I love the stadium. You know, it, it's old school atmosphere. The crowd's like right on top of you. Uh, really big win. Really big win. And Purdue just kind of couldn't make this make the plays down the stretch. The refs let him play, which I really like. There's a lot of kind of banging down low right. that you know, finally the refs are kind of just like, yeah, we're just going to let this one, it's Purdue, Indiana, huge rivalry. Just let it settle itself
0: on the court. Right. Well, it's, it's in the, the thing is like it, it, it big 10 specifically, it only holds true in the big 10. You could, you could have almost every big 10 team ranked in the top 25 right now. Like, and, and we don't because you, obviously there's so many other schools that we take into account, but like, like Indiana is a perfect example. There's six in the big 10, but there's 14 and four and they're competing with competing and beating Purdue and competing up and down the schedule. Like it's, it's incredible. And it's, it's just a testament to like how Indiana, especially throughout the years, like it, it's a bummer that it never seems to come together all the way for them. But like they produce very good okay. NBA talent, like Victor Oladipo, like stud, like, you know, Hayward, like everybody. Uh, but like, it's just awesome. Like this is like, if you're a basketball enthusiast, big 10, I don't know how you don't like big 10 basketball, because in this game in a nutshell, had everything it's good basketball. It's good defense, good hard fought ball. And then, you know, Indiana ends up pulling out of the end, like just, and it's the farm, right? Or is it the barn? I always get them confused. It's one of them. Yeah. Who knows? It's the Indiana farm, the Bears. barn. <laughs> right.
1: No, but it, it, it is fun. You love to see the kind of the, I've said that every fucking five minutes. You love to see it, but you know what I mean? Um, great game. Purdue goes down. And, you know, that kind of brings us to, I mean, today they're, you know, UCLA winning, Gonzaga winning, you know, Connecticut, <laughs> right, right. And so here we are. And just to Hit kind it. of rattle off the top 25 standings. Hit it. Hit it. Let's do it here. Are we going coaches poll? Are we going AP?
0: Whatever. <laughs> Let's see. Hold on. Uh, let's go. Let's go. Coaches poll because they have Michigan State one spot above that one's I was one going to say they also have Duke one spot above. Well.
1: Hey! <laughs>
0: so there you go. We we
1: we stand with the coaches. That's the Coach A Coach O effect. You know, you get that extra that yeah. one extra. Yeah. <laughs>
0: right.
1: So Gonzaga number one, Auburn uh, pretty close behind. You know, number two. Uh, you know, voting wise. And that's pretty standard. You know, of course, it's Gonzaga, though. Of course. I just want them to lose. Arizona kind of has come out of nowhere, and you know, they're another school I just, don't, I just like to hate for some reason. I just don't like them. Sure. Uh, Understandable. Arizona, Purdue, Duke at five, six, Baylor, seven, Kansas, eight, Wisconsin, nine, UCLA, Houston, 10, Villanova, Kentucky, Michigan State, and who cares if that? Ohio State, will shout you guys out. Number 18, uh, you guys are, like I said, having a good season as well. Uh it's yeah Big 10 is fucking tough man. Big 10 is just tough especially with all these games getting postponed. Uh it's it's going to be a backlog schedule. But right, right. You could kind of look at this and rattle off those teams and it you could really put them in any order and you'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Right? There's right, not really right. standouts outside of like maybe I I don't know. I I didn't think Arizona was supposed to be good this year, but maybe I. I don't know how. It, it's Wisconsin. Wisconsin's the one that uh, it's it's notable that they were they were a bubble team coming into like a lot of projections and, and look out. you
0: know <laughs> they the were. Big yeah, he loves to give.
1: Yeah, I love it.
0: So uh the one thing I will say about uh, Arizona is they, they do they will they do have a test coming up. It's been right. The pack horrible. That's well, right. well and, here, and here's the thing. Here's why I think they, they're a little bit fraudulent, if you will. They haven't played a hard schedule necessarily at this point. They have they have the early season winning against Michigan. Congrats. Michigan, I, they came in highly ranked. I don't think they're really worth that at all now. Uh, then they have an L to 19 Tennessee and then postpone, postpone. Win when, when against Colorado, win against Utah, whoopty fucking do. Um, but I mean, they play UCL, UCLA twice in the next two or three games of UCLA, and then they finish up with USC after that. So I think I, they'll probably be a team that gets jumbled up a little bit. But to your point, everybody's going to get jumbled up. Like, if you look up and down this entire top 25, it's all 14 and twos, 14 and twos, 14 and twos, 15 and two, 13 and four. Like, This is anybody's ball game, and so I think we we are probably setting ourselves up for maybe one of the most exciting tournaments we've had in a while because there's really it's not chalky at the top like everybody can lose,
1: right? And yeah, it's and that's why like the rankings don't matter. I mean, they just they just don't. You know, at the end of the day, you just want to get through. You want to get healthy. You want to get through. You want to have some momentum. And that's where I think a lot of these teams are, you know, if, but yeah, out of any of those top 10, 15 teams, like if any of them were to win, I really think, I, I think per- Baylor's probably going to be a team that's going to be there. I think Kansas is going to be there right. at the end. Right. And Auburn's me, is athletic as fuck.
0: I, let I mean, me you ask let them to play. This. Right. I mean, let, you're where we are now about midway through the season. If you had to put money in on somebody and win it all, like who who's your gut telling you right now? Because I want I want to know who it is now, and I want to write it down, and then obviously we'll talk more and more as weeks go by. But I want to look back and see how close we even were. I who, I, who, I just who, think Baylor's good.
1: I who, like and uh, and I've seen them play right. I've seen them play right. firsthand. Michigan State held held with them really well for the first half, right. and then it's like all of a sudden we have like two or, two or three empty possessions, a turnover, a missed shot, and the next thing you know they're up nine, and they're just shooting threes, shooting threes. They're big, they're long, they play right. hard. You know, yeah. it's it's nothing fancy. It's just like they just have really good athletes, extremely fair. good. So I I think it's gonna be fair. Baylor again. They're gonna have that belief. They won it last year. Uh, they're probably gonna want to do it again. I just think they're they're mean and they're physical
0: and they're they're just a good team. That's fair. That's a fair point. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <that's laughs> a good no, no, I, do, I I will. I will. I'll bet money that Duke I won't guess. even sniff the Sweet Sixteen. <laughs> Losers to me. Losers to me. Start over. Just cancel the season again. Do do what you did last yeah. season. Just... <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Coach Gary, uh, we should, we should uh You know, it's, I don't. I don't like it, especially because it it goes against uh, my dear, my dear, my dear co-hosts is uh, Michigan State, but Wisconsin for some reason this year just gives me team of destiny vibes. It's not even, like I don't even want to call a team of destiny because it's hard to say like a number eight ranked team is team of destiny, but like you have arguably the John Wooden player of the year, depending on how everything shakes out. And it's just they play – if they can play their brain of basketball to where they're really going to kind of like condense the game and really make like every point count, I think if they get – if they can play those games and they get it into that kind of format that they want to play it in, even if like a Baylor, like with the good athletes, you know, Houston's another team with really good athletes and really scrappy – I think if Wisconsin can kind of dictate the tempo of the game like they like to do, I think that if they can see it through, that's going to be a really, really hard team to beat especially going on down the stretch like they'll, they'll be really tough to beat so physical they make their free throws you know they're, they're just
1: that kind of team that in the tournament that's what you need they're not gonna be high scoring games no and, 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 and it,
0: that's what it is like they, when you when they get 24 seconds on a shot clock they're running 23 second sets like it, they're not there are no rush right. because they know if they get into a foot race like if they get into a you know a track meet they're gonna get blown off the floor but if they can keep if they can play the half court game they can dominate it that way yeah, I mean, it'll be, they're, they're going to really be
1: fun to watch them tonight against Michigan State, because I haven't really gotten a good chance to sit down and really watch Wisconsin. So, yeah, I think this the game tonight uh, that that'll that'll kind of prove or or poke a hole in, in your prediction there. I mean, I, there's still obviously a lot to go, but it'll be interesting to see kind of how they play tonight. I, I think Wisconsin's All right. probably going to win. They're at home. Michigan State's kind of reeling a little bit after the loss. Uh, just don't let Northwestern beach twice. You know, if we can just keep it under 15 turnovers, we're if honestly, God, if we didn't turn the ball over so much, we'd probably be a top five team, but we just love turning the ball over. And it's just, we play fast, right? Michigan State, they get the rebound and they're immediately pushing up the floor. It's going to happen. You got to make split time decisions unless you have a right. Cassius Winston or Kalen Lucas, you know, pulling the trigger. It's um, yeah, it, it's just not, so you just got to have the, 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 the horses right or the horses courses basically and right now we're just a little sloppy but right it'll be, well it'll be and, and
0: that's the thing about picking these teams now right it's is like we don't for me like I, I think the biggest telltale sign before you even get into the tournament obviously like, once you're in the tournament it's easy to be like oh this team's playing really good if once they get into the big 10 tournament like to me especially in the big 10 it's whoever, obviously, whoever wins the Big Ten is, is going to be, a you know, a high favorite going in, but it's going to be, like, who who really, like, guts it out and, and makes every game, you know, like, not dominate, but, like, plays the game that they want to play and, like, wins in, like, convincing fashion. Like And by convincing, I don't mean, like, you don't have to win by 20 points, but, like, convincing in the way of, like, you didn't turn the ball over a lot – you kind of seem like you had a control on everything, like things weren't getting away from you. Like those are the teams, especially the Big Ten, that I think are gonna bode better in the tournament. If they can really see the season through, you can't have a hiccup like you're gonna have a hiccup. Like if Wisconsin loses to Michigan State tonight, wouldn't be shocked at all. But you can't have those late season hiccups before you get to the Big Ten tournament. Because then I think that that is a launch pad for everything else in the way of like the, the big dance.
1: The big dance, uh, and last thing that we want to talk about, uh, Memphis is just imploding. They're in shambles. Uh, to quote Penny Hardaway in his most recent, uh, and he just looks tired. You look at him, he's like, man, Penny just looks tired, and he's probably like, what the fuck am I doing with these kids? You know, uh, yeah. His and and to quote, uh, if Penny Hardaway's answer to if he can get the job done at Memphis, and I quote stop asking me stupid fucking questions about if I feel like I could do something. If I had my roster like they did, then I feel like I can do whatever I want to do. And it's like, okay, Penny, you had like one of the top rosters. And like, I think somebody posted it. It was uh, uh, Michigan was like a top recruiting class. Memphis was, and there's one other team as well um, that were like top three and they're all I don't even think ranked at this point, And it just shows you how much coaching matters. You know, you can get all the players in the world. 100. You gotta have coaches to put it all together.
0: You, you have to. And especially with, with that, again, if you're going to commit to the style of ball, that is, we're just going to get a bunch of hoopers. There's a difference in between basketball players and hoopers. Hoopers are just going to go get a bucket and they can go get a bucket whenever they want. The problem is, they get that mentality playing in the AAU circuit where nobody plays defense, and it's just a, it's a showcase. Which I get it; like you're there to show off and, and get your stats and get recruited. Great. That does not translate to the college level at all. And your Memphis is a, a perfect example of that. You have like these kids need to be coached in how to deal with situations because they're playing against very high basketball IQ talent in both on the floor and against opposing coaches. And they're, they're just left hanging out to dry because they just like – and I'm not saying Penny Hardaway can't do it. I just don't think he's found the groove yet in the way of coaching these kids. So it's like these kids are just left to hang out to drive because they're like, I thought I was just going to come here and get buckets. And now I'm getting double teamed. I'm getting different looks. We're playing against zones. like Things aren't going my way. And now it's all just in shambles. So it, if you could do it, more power to you. But it, it's incredibly hard to do absolutely yeah but i you, another the
1: name of the episode is gonna be you love to see it because you love to see it you know all the hype they have this and that they're you know like blatantly just dropping the bags for some of these recruits and it's just not gonna work it's just not working this season so enjoy the nit i think again or maybe it's not even the nit i know there's even another invitational tournament uh so maybe it's that but
0: um it's gonna be the g-league showcase <laughs> yeah, <but> basically <laughs> you yeah had, you yeah, had my your
1: chance <laughs> But yeah, if you're some of these kids now, if you're Emily Bates or the other guys who went there, like, at what point are you just like, cool, well, I'm just going to
0: kind of just start getting ready for the NBA. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. It's, it's like, if it, what it, what it inspires you? What, what has Memphis and Hardaway done to inspire any confidence in you to be like, hey, like, we'll get this figured out. Like, 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 we'll, because even if like Izzo or Coach K or even like, you know, Beheim, like even like maybe not like the Hall of Fame coaches like usually they can inspire some sort of confidence like hey listen like this year's gonna be a struggle but like next year like we'll have the pieces like everything like that. If you're Imani Bates, you're just like, I'm fucking done. Like, I'm going to go get paid in some capacity to play the game of basketball, and then I'm just going to queue myself up to make my fucking NBA debut. Like, it, he'll be gone in the win. I'm surprised he's not already just sitting down. He's right. be like, yeah, I'm done.
1: And there's been the stories like, oh, this is hurting his draft status and this and that. And it's like, no. yeah, maybe the journalists, like, NBA is just so weird with that where it's,
0: you know, they'll figure it out. Well, it, and it's – the game of football, I think that, like, when instances like where – like – players have down seasons going into, like, their last season of football before they were going to declare. Like, I think that bad performances carry a lot more weight in the game of football because it's like, dang, And there's so many,
1: like, physical tolls, right? Like, you play another season, you're just getting banged up. You know, like, basketball is just not as – so you know it's
0: raw right like it's I, I think you i think if you throw and this is this is me just taking you closing my eyes and throwing it through the dark here but like i think there's a lot of parallels in basketball and baseball in the way of like yes you have to take into account how they play within a team setting in the game but i do think that there's a lot to be said about like just kind of the raw talent that they have because right. to your point like once you get to the nfl they're just flipping that hourglass over and it's a matter of time before you suffer a horrific injury like it's gonna right. happen and it's gonna happen usually quickly in those in first four years yeah right like in in in, in the, and it doesn't work out all the time right like this isn't exact science because like ben simmons is just a fucking waste of space and i keep seeing people like well the jazz should trade for him you should go jump in front of an a-tracks right now that's no <laughs> uh markel fultz another guy where it was like he like the talents there he just needs some refining it doesn't work out all the time. Don't get me wrong, but like, there's a lot of guys who were just no names or just kind of fizzled out, and then they kind of went and did their time in China or Europe or you know the G League. Probably and, had a great time too. You know? <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, Mar- I watched the uh, on Netflix. It was the Stefan Marbury documentary. The, the dude like had the 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 chip stacked against him playing for the Knicks. If you're a star player, you should never go play for the Knicks ever. Like it's just a death sentence. He went to China, and there's like statues of him out there.
1: That's right? They love him. Yeah, you love to see it. There you go. Last, for the last one, uh, I think it's gonna do it though. You know, I'm starting to get some work calls. Yeah, it's, it is. Yeah, and I'm on the clock. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, this is I think a good pod. Like I said, if you're listening, and it's you know late night. Not even late night. But later, it's late for me. I go to bed at fucking like eight thirty now. Jesus Christ. But uh, Michigan State Wisconsin. If if, if we want to assign homework, that's kind of the game. Give us your takes. Let's know how how horrible it is to watch Big Ten basketball, right. like everyone says it
0: is. Hey, uh, give, give us homework. You you tell you tell us out there on the Twitter at Name Image, Pod, the games that you're intrigued in. Like we'll listen. You tell us you tell us how where to jump. We'll say how high. We'll do it. Exactly. And it's not very high for those wondering. Yeah. Especially not no, me.
1: Thank God I'm six, six. Otherwise I would have never dunked a basketball. Amen. Amen to that. Well, uh, Michael, I hope you have a wonderful Friday. Uh, we'll be in touch. My people will talk to your people. Um, I'm going to have a nice weekend ahead of me of tiling and just, uh, wasting more money on stupid things that like just happen to pop up and be like, Oh yeah, here's, this is gonna be a few thousand bucks. Enjoy that. Uh, so that's going to be probably how my weekend goes. Um, but for Michael, uh, I'm Kyle thanks again another episode of Name Image Podcast in the books follow us on Twitter at Name Image Pod like, review, subscribe all that fun stuff share it with a friend it, anyone who you think might be interested you know, we're just here for a good time we're not here for a long time we're here for a good time mm-hmm. and uh, it's been a good time so far so Michael any last parting words for the, our, our listeners?
0: Um, damn you always put me on the spot like this and one of these weeks I'm gonna have something but no no, I got emails coming through so stay in school kids get in a break yeah, right.
1: Get a degree. Uh well thanks again guys. And we will be probably about Friday next week. I think that's probably gonna be the cadence for going forward, we might surprise you with a Wednesday or Thursday. You Ooh. just don't know with us. So we're at the mercy
0: again. of a child. Right. Quietly dictates. Once again, thanks for listening, guys. We know Skip. I know Skip.
1: I like that Skip. Anything else you want to know about me, Skip?